Hello, beautiful humans. First of all, thank you for listening to Crone by Design, a Dash of Everything podcast. I am your host, Miranda Meyer McCarty. My Dash of Everything this week is, well, my first show 2024 is on Saturday. It is Winterfest, which is a pretty good-sized beer festival. It's in Indianapolis, Indiana. And if you just Google Winterfest, it will take you, I think, to Drink Indiana. And you can also get tickets now. Like, they're still available pretty much until Saturday. But there's going to be over hundreds of varieties of beers, ciders, non-alcoholic beers. It's just where all the breweries across the state come and they share beer with everybody. And so you see what everybody's doing. And especially it's nice to find a new brewery you might like like I where I'm from uh people's brewery is my absolute favorite I shout them out whenever I can they are such a great brewery and such a great amazing group of people and so I know I'll probably hang out with them for a little bit as I get a couple beer tastings uh but and a couple other ones that are always fun and flash in the pan is like 450 there, I think it's 450 North. I sound like an idiot right now, and I know that, but they have some damn good beer, and it's so fun, and it's just a great place where people are very open, and they just love talking about beer. They love beer. They love drinking beer, and so it's a great group of people when you're waiting in line to get beer. But I am one of the shops that will be there, and so you can stop by, say hi, shop a little, and yeah, it's a really fun time. So I love starting my year. This is my second year doing it. And it, last year was my first show too. So I love starting off the year with Winterfest. It's such a great opportunity for everyone to meet everyone and mingle. So I'm trying <laughs> to find the motivation to finish my new booth layout. I had lunch with my husband. It's I'm recording this on a Saturday, and it's going to be published this Monday. I, If he works over the weekend, I go have lunch with him just to like try to have a little extra time together over the weekend. And I had to go and stop at Lowe's and get more lumber because I, well, I wasn't sure how well it was going to work, so I didn't want to buy all the lumber right away just in case my plan I created failed. So I didn't have all that just sitting around. So it's going well, my design. And so I got the rest of the pieces for the frame. And I'll have to stop at Home Depot to get the correct lumber that I like for the shelves. So I will probably be doing that this week too. But I would eventually like to sand it down after it's finished and stain it. But that might not be done by this weekend, this next weekend for Winterfest. But it's always a fun thing to change up the layout. And I'm changing up the layout because I keep adding new products that I either make or I either like buy and sell from other small businesses from the shop in my booth and online. But the more I add to my booth, the more I had to fit in my car. And so this layout is supposed to collapse really well and into a very compact design is why I designed it this way 
So I'm hoping it works because if it does, this will be save a lot of space in the car so I can add a lot more products. <laughs> so a good give and take. So definitely check me out this uh, year sometime at a show. I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple of different shows, but I've already signed up for Mayfest, which isn't, of course, May at Camp Chesterfield. And I also signed up for Spirit Fest at Camp Chesterfield. I love those two so much. They are such great events and such a great place. I definitely recommend checking out Camp Chesterfield. Uh, another one I have on the books. I'm trying to think. I, Oh, Potter's Bridge Festival in Noblesville in October. I have, like, those are, like, my big shows. So I'm, like, trying to plan those out. But I do have some shows that are new this year. I'm waiting to see if I get in. And then, of course, like, as you are with every business, not every show goes great. So I've had to cut a couple shows out. I've given them two years try and just not a good fit. So I'm cutting them out this year. And so but I might go as a customer instead. <laughs> But yeah, and then I'm also, I just got my nails done for February, and I always love catching up with my nail tech. She's such a great person. Uh, I recommend going to Star Nails if you're in West Lafayette. It's such a great place, and I love it. I love going there. I go every month if I can, and it's perfect when I get my nails done because then I don't feel too bad taking all these product photos as well. So I'm working on that this weekend as well, taking product photos, getting the podcast all settled for the week, and trying to finish out my layout. And I think I'll probably get it done on Sunday, but then I'll have to sand and stain throughout the week and then pack up the car and be ready on Sunday. Uh, not Sunday. Ooh, goodness. That's bad. Saturday. <laughs> but enough about me but that's my little dash of everything as always I have everything going on and that's not counting my 40 hour work week coming up either so now let's get into the episode this week we are diving into herbalism and it has been many many episodes since I covered spice and herbs back in episode 7 and so that was my first little baby nudge towards herbalism as herbs and spices are such a broad topic, but I thought it was a little cute little like introduction into before diving headlong into herbalism. So in this episode, we're going deeper into herbalism as there's just so much that surrounds herbalisms and it can be quite daunting when you first start Googling and researching and start your own little rabbit holes and looking at all the book resources out there as there is so much to learn. But the most important thing is to find what sparks your interest because that will keep you going as you research into herbalism, as you learn more things is if you pursue what interests you because there's so many different topics in herbalism and they're all so amazing and so beneficial but definitely do what fills your cup what feeds your soul find your passion such as myself for my boutique it is my goal to slowly with time and experience to convert it from a boutique 
into apothecary. That has always been my goal with Crone by Design since the beginning, as I want to work with directly helping people. Of course, that being said, it will probably still be a couple more years before I get it transitioned more into apothecary and that being said like the boutique will never die I will never completely get rid of it I absolutely love the boutique and I really I do a lot of deep research into my products and I I really vet them and if they go with my goal in the shop and everything I will probably keep my products, but I probably won't be expanding on what I buy from others as much, and I'll be more what I can create to help others more. And so that's kind of my approach. And so currently in the shop, I've been focusing on an herbal approach to many women's healthcare issues, such as menstruation, hormones, menopause, feminine libido, fertility, and PCOS. I have essential oil blends for each of those, and I'm still working on more health blends, but I like to have that niche of women's healthcare because I work to design my blends uh, to help people, but I also design them to be more affordably approachable as well. And I truly have the best customers as they come back and find me at other markets to visit with me and stock up on my blends. It truly makes my heart so happy to help others and that the work that I pour into research and blending and pouring my own love and healing energy into truly can be felt by the users of my blends. That is my ultimate goal at the end of each day is if my products can help you. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. But that brings us back to the big picture, which is herbalism. This episode is a piece of the puzzle, and that is herbal actions. Herbal actions are an essential part of the language used in herbalism. What is an herbal action? An herbal action is a word used to describe a specific medicinal property or quality of a plant. An example of this is many plants have several herbal actions that work in synergy. For example, an anti-inflammatory is an herbal action. A plant can be both an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant and may also work to support heart health. So herbal actions and herbs, there are many different herbs and there are many different herbal actions and each herb can do more than one, it can do a combination. And so that's what we're diving into is a brief approach to a few herbal actions as there are dozens and dozens of herbal actions, but we're just gonna take a handful of them and talk about them and give the herb examples for each herbal action. The first herbal action we are covering is adaptogens. An adaptogen helps your body better cope with physical, mental, and environmental stress by increasing its ability to adapt and resist stressors. These herbs work on a broad spectrum scope by restoring the overall balance and strengthening the functioning of the body as a whole, 
without impacting the balance of an individual organ or body system. So a few herbal examples are holy basil, also known as tulsi, ginseng, and ashwanda. The next herbal action that we are covering are analgesic. Analgesics are herbs used to reduce pain and discomfort. They usually work by blocking nerve signals from being sent to the brain, preventing the sensation of pain. Analgesics are commonly used to treat mild to moderate pain caused by headaches, arthritis, toothaches, muscle soreness, and lower levels of menstrual cramps. A few herbal examples include marijuana, valerun root, and wild lettuce. Next, we are talking about aphrodisiacs. In the simplest of terms, aphrodisiacs herbs help to stimulate sexual desire and pleasure. It increases potency and or enhances performance. And they do so by nourishing your nervous, cardiovascular, and reproductive systems. A few herbal examples are cinnamon, ginseng, and vanilla. Our last A herbal action is aromatic. Aromatic herbs are just what they sound like. They are easily recognized by their smells, both incredible and maybe not so incredible scents and flavors. This is often indicative of a high concentration of volatile oils like essential oils. When these oils come in contact with the air, perhaps due to being crushed, they generally evaporate pretty quickly, giving off their smell to anyone nearby. These herbs are generally dually used as carminatives, antimicrobials, antipasmodic, and more in support of the digestive, reproductive, and nervous systems. Aromatic herbs are the basis for aromatherapy. And a few herbal examples is ginger, peppermint, and clove. Now we're flipping the tape and talking about bitter. Bitter herbs are also quite on the nose as they are edible plants or herbs with a bitter taste. Bitter herbs are a great go-to for digestive support, stimulating hunger, and detoxifying the body. Just a drop of bitters can begin the domino effect of stimulations and secretions that encourage healthy and efficient digestion. They help to keep all of our digestive organs, including the stomach, pancreas, liver, and gallbladder. And a few herbal examples are coffee, burdock, and hops. Jumping straight to the seas, we're talking about carminative. Carminative herbs are often listed as aromatic herbs, but they also help to keep our digestive systems in operation by reducing or preventing excess gas. They are used also to settle the stomach, relieve abdominal cramping, and improve digestion. A few herbal examples are chamomile, fennel, and ginger. Next, we are talking about diaphoretic. A diaphoretic is an herb that stimulates perspiration or sweat production. Diaphoretic herbs are often used to support the body's natural cooling mechanisms in cases of fever or to help detoxify the body by releasing accumulated toxins through the skin. 
If you have eaten something spicy and felt an increase in your peripheral circulation, you have felt diaphoretics in action. They are typically used for circulatory and respiratory ailments such as the cold and flus, and usage of diaphoretics should be paired by adequate hydration and nutrition to ensure the best possible results. A few herbal examples are cayenne, ginger, and catnip. The next herbal action we are talking about is enamenagogue. It is a nerve that introduces or increases menstrual flow. Emenagogues have a long history of use in traditional herbal medicine, particularly for the treatment of menstrual cramping, irregular periods, or missed periods. They are sometimes used as a remedy for other conditions, including infertility, hormone imbalance, pelvic inflammatory disease, and menopause. Emenagogues work by stimulating blood circulation to the uterus and by facilitating the production of hormones that regulate menstruation. It is completely discouraged when the person being treated is pregnant due to the increased risk of miscarriage. A few of these herbal examples are yarrow, black kuash, and mugwort. Another herbal action are emollient herbs. They are herbs that are known for their soothing and calming effects when applied topically. They are often used in skincare products and healing balms to help soothe irritated and inflamed skin, as well as for itching and rashes. While they are very similar in action to demulcent herbs, emollients are generally used externally and demolent herbs are used internally. A few herbal examples are plantain leaves, chickweed, and aloe. Another important herbal action is galactagogue. A galactagogue is a herb that helps increase a nursing mother's milk supply. Galactagogues act by stimulating the hormones responsible for lactation and may also help reduce stress and anxiety, which can in turn affect milk production. It is generally recommended before prescribing this herbal action to a nursing mother that they are in optimal health before using it. A few herbal examples are alfalfa, fennel, and hops. The next is hypotensive. Hypotensive herbs help to reduce blood pressure. These herbs work by many different mechanisms. To help lower blood pressure, some may act as diuretics, heart tonics, or antipasmodics. A few of these herbal examples are green tea, hawthorn, and fresh garlic. The next herbal action we are talking about are laxative. Laxative herbs are plants that help support the body's lymphatic system by stimulating bowel movements, detoxification, and cleansing. These herbs help to support the body's lymphatic circulation and drainage of toxins. A well-functioning lymphatic system helps your body to fight infection and relieve inflammation. And because there are many reasons constipation or bowel dysfunction may occur, there are different kinds of laxatives to fit the specific situation. The types of laxatives are balking laxatives, stimulating laxatives, and stool moisteners. Water and adequate hydration are also key to healthy bowel movements. Don't forget the power in a nice big glass of water. 
And a few of these herb examples are flax, which is a bulking and moistening, dandelion, mildly stimulating, and cena, which is strongly stimulating. The next herbal action we are talking about are sedative. A sedative herb helps to calm the body and mind, reduces stress and anxiety, and promotes restful sleep. Sedative herbs work to relax the central nervous system, allowing for a sense of peace and relaxation during times of stress and tension. Herbs in this category are often used to help improve sleep quality and to decrease anxiety, depression, and headaches. A few of these herbal examples are chamomile, valerian root, and wild lettuce. The last S herbal action that we will be covering today are stimulants. Stimulant herbs work to excite and increase energy in the body by awakening or quickening physiological processes. Herbal stimulants are often used to help combat symptoms such as fatigue. Using stimulants is not usually an appropriate long-term solution for people. They're okay for here and there boosts, but not to become dependent on. The herbal stimulants can generally also be broken down into categories. For example, there are immune stimulants, nervine stimulants, circulatory stimulants, and others. And a few of these herbal examples are coffee, which is a nervine stimulant, elderflower, which is immune stimulant, and cayenne, which is a central circulatory stimulant. Next is tonic. Tonic herbs help to nourish, restore, and even invigorate tissues, organs, and entire body systems. They are generally targeted to a specific organ or body system, Unlike adaptogens that work on a broader whole body spectrum, for example, some herbs act as heart tonics, some work more on the liver, and others may target our entire system of natural detoxification. Still, some targets the uterus or the entire reproductive system. It depends on the herb. A few herbal examples are dandelion, and they focus on the digestive system, milk thistle for the liver, red raspberry for the uterus. And finally, the last herbal action that we will be covering today are voluntary. A voluntary herb is used to help heal wounds, relieve inflammation, and promote the quick regeneration of tissue. Voluntaries can aid in the natural healing process and sometimes even help to reduce the amount of scarring that occurs after a wound has healed. A few of these herb examples are aloe, calendula, and comfrey. As we are wrapping up, I want to ask if while I was talking through a few of these herbal actions, if you were feeling these sensations or flashing back to a moment when you experienced it because I definitely had a few that I was definitely flashing back on, especially about sweating or just feeling a quick like sensation. I was like, oh, and it was a nice moment of connecting that herb to that herbal action and then further connecting it to a moment that I had in connectedness to all of it. So it was really cool how 
seeing these herbs connect, but also how you could make them happen more often in your life, depending on the situation you're in. And I just wanted to note, there are many, many more herbal actions, but I thought with this list that we would have a good basic understanding of the wide range there are of different varieties of herbal actions, as well as build an understanding and connectedness of the herbs that are used in these actions to then build into medicinal uses. And of course, I, as you know, I am trying to add a little weekly magic to our episodes, even if the episode is not necessarily as outwardly witchy as we think it might be. But with this episode, I think it has a good touch of of magic and medicinal that we can create to help people. So I am shuffling my oracle cards. This week I am pulling from the Illustrated Herbiary Oracle Cards, which is by Maya Toll and illustrated by Kate O'Hara. I absolutely love this deck. It is beyond gorgeous. I, I'm an oracle card slut. I will, I will take that upon myself. But, <laughs> and I'm saying this because I may or may not have ordered two more decks and I'm waiting for them to be delivered on Monday when this episode comes out. So, I'm just going to continue shuffling and the card for today is Rishi. Rishi is a type of mushroom, and the card says Defying Gravity, and it's a beautiful, beautiful photo, like, of the card. It's Rishi mushrooms growing alongside a tree, helping other insects and things (laughs) climb up the tree, and it's just so beautiful. So I'll read from the pamphlet. Rishi mushrooms is the Yoda of the plant world, helping you assimilate life's experiences and turn them into wisdom. The Taoists teach that Rishi can show you where your power lies, which some might call your destiny. Rishi is not some soft, clingy mushroom, but instead a strong structure, gravity-defying shelf. She asks no less from you. How can you defy anything keeping you from finding meaning, purpose, and health? Like all the best teachers, Rishi points to the path and lets you walk it, taking your lumps and bumps along the way. She doesn't want you to rely on her strength. She wants you to find your own. But if you're willing to do the work, Rishi will help you transform from the inside out. And isn't that just beautiful and so on point with this week's episode on herbal actions which is a step into the direction of herbalism and how you can find your own interests such as mine is a lot of women's health care with herbal medicine and so as long as you do the work it will find its way you will find your way Your work will find its way, and it's just beautiful. So I will leave you with that card poll, and I definitely am liking this oracle poll at the end of each episode because 
is definitely filling my cup, and I hope it this episode help fills your cup. Have a great week. Thank you to everyone who has listened to this episode, and I hope you have enjoyed it and maybe found some inspiration or something of value. I hope we are all one step further into our herbalism journey after talking through what are herbal actions and having a good list of herbal actions and example of herbs. There is so much to learn about herbalism, but just dipping our toes into herbal actions better helps us gain more knowledge. It is always easy to go down a rabbit hole with herbalism, and hopefully with this episode, I introduced you to a ton more rabbit holes. They are so fun to learn and understand, especially if you are ever in the situation that you are in a holistic store and you're reading a bottle and come across some of these strange words. Hopefully with this episode, you now know what it means and what to expect of that product to do. Please help support the podcast by liking, reviewing, and downloading episodes, and please tell your friends. You can let me know if you have any recommendations or stories you would like to share in a listener story. You can submit all those at cronebydesign.com and click on the submit stories for the podcast tab and fill out the form. You can find me, the podcast, and my shop at cronebydesign.com. If you're interested in more information on how you can become a sponsor of the podcast, please reach out to me at cronebydesignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. I will see you next week. And please be safe out there.